Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Behind the Gram. I'm Kayleigh Ingham, also known as The Content Muse, and I just love Instagram and all of the amazing things it can do for small businesses. In my podcast, I want to talk to as many small business owners as possible about how they use social media, in particular Instagram, to grow and scale their businesses. In this episode, I am delighted to be chatting to the biscuit lady herself, Nikki McWilliams. As well as her mega successful biscuit cushions, Nikki also runs her own stationery shop selling everything you could possibly need to create gorgeous bullet journals. It was great getting to hear Nikki talk about how Instagram has changed over the years, as well as the realities of running a business pre-social media. So without further ado, let's jump right in and let Nikki introduce herself. I'm Nikki McWilliams. I am a designer, maker, business owner, director. <laughs> I sometimes put director at the bottom of things and I'm like, yeah, that sounds that sounds like a professional job title that someone <laughs> like me should have. Yeah, director <laughs> of my company, I guess. Yeah. Um, I run NickyMcWilliams.com, which is biscuit-inspired homeware and accessories, and more recently, Nicky Supply Store, which is stationery, and basically just an excuse for me to buy lots of stationery that I want for myself. Totally fair. <laughs> <laughs> so you've had the NickyMcWilliams.com, that's been like over 10 years now? Yeah, yeah, I started that in like very early 2010 late 2009 um and it wasn't always my own website I started off Mm -hmm. with a folksy then an Etsy then a big cartel shop Uh Um, but yeah that business has been running for over 10 years now which is wild yeah (laughs) and how long have you been doing the supply store I think that was that 2017 I think maybe coming up three Mm -hmm. and a little bit years but yeah, I, I'd started bullet journaling just as a way to organize myself <clears throat> that it wasn't a printed diary because I'm, I'm a sketchbooker. I like yeah. sketchbooking, but I also like to have a diary to organize myself because I need to outsource a lot of my to-do lists and stuff. I can't keep it all in my head. So yeah. this was like a happy medium between those two things. So kind of creating your own diary space and that's yeah. when I started the supply store. And I suppose the good thing about that is as well that you can create the layout that works for you. Yeah, totally. Um, Yeah. With NickyMcWilliams.com being 10 and a bit years old, Mm -hmm. marketing on Instagram wasn't really as as much of a thing then, was it? Or because Instagram would be very, very new. Yeah, I I think my first Instagram posts were a picture of a cat. I mean, that's not really changed. (laughs) Picture of a cat, picture of my breakfast, and then it started coming pictures of things that I was working on. So that's what I started using it for. And it was sort of like a sketchbook collection Mm -hmm. of like collage of things that I like the look of and colours and textures and patterns and that kind of thing. And cats, a lot of cats. (laughs) It wasn't really a tool that was used for marketing back then. It was just at the very start of developing into that. So I think I started sharing behind the scenes kind of style images. So 
I posted stuff when I was learning how to screen print and mm-hmm. my process for creating prints on fabric and how I used to make the screens and that kind of thing. So yeah, it was really early days for it being a tool that you would use to sell anything on. At that point, it was, you used Etsy to -hmm. sell your physical objects or your big cartel or whatever. And then you would maybe promote on Twitter and definitely Facebook. Uh But I kind of was never really a fan of Facebook just the format of it back then it just it didn't really work for what I wanted to post it was really early days for Instagram back then really early days so were you having to like advertise or anything like that like out with um like the internet um... that's a good question yeah back then there was a big focus on magazine features Uh um now I hardly ever get printed press requests but back then there was a lot of emphasis on things being in physical print uh-huh. um, so homes magazines um, that sort of thing get in touch and say we're doing a little feature or we've seen this style of room in a celebrity's room and we're going to do mm-hmm. like a sort of get the look style thing um, I, I do like that that little feature a little get the look yeah um, but yeah there was a lot of printed press um, I think I only paid for printed advertising once. Every now and again, you get emails from magazines mm-hmm. saying, hey, we've got this feature running and do you fancy doing a little paid advertising feature? And up mm-hmm. until that point, I hadn't paid for anything. It had all been editorial content and that sort of thing. But I was like, do you know what? I'll try it. And yeah. it totally bombed. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, right, okay, at least I've tried it once. Like, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. So... At what point did it switch over from the print media into being more about promoting on social media? I feel like it was a gradual decline. Like mm-hmm. it didn't just disappear overnight. And I, I still do get print requests for printed magazines, but a lot of magazines are digital now. So mm-hmm. I guess it's it definitely was a gradual thing but maybe like 2015-ish sort of between between the time that I started my business and now it's mm-hmm. been sort of steadily dropping off and turning more into um, just just solely social media mm-hmm. style promotions whether it's through that magazine's social media yeah now now instead of just printing something if you get featured somewhere they might do a post they might do yeah. a story you know, now they might, I've never had been in a reel that's been featured by like a publication, but maybe they'll make a reel. So yeah, yeah, it's definitely moving towards that more. And which do you, do you prefer? Would you rather it was more back to print media or are you quite happy with it, uh, the way it's sort of moving? That's a good question. I think sort of folk with a more traditional view would say, oh, well, print's great because it's, you know, you, you can hold it in your hands and it's like mm-hmm. a it's an exciting thing when your product is featured in a magazine I mean I don't know if everyone did this but whenever my stuff was featured someone I would go to the shop and buy the magazine I have got a little box yeah. of magazines that have they've all got my things in them because it was yeah. because you can physically see it and touch it mm-hmm. and it feels like a really big deal and I'm not saying that things being on featured on social media isn't a big deal because it really is now mm-hmm. but yeah I think just coming from a generation where magazines were really important yeah. Yeah. um 
it's cool, but definitely that's going to switch because there's going to be a lot of folk that maybe have never really had magazines as like an exciting treat. Whereas, yeah. yeah, I didn't really get magazines much when I was younger. So yeah. <laughs> it's like quite a cool thing to have a magazine and like, yeah, look at all the pictures and stuff. So yeah, I, I definitely have a soft spot for print, but mm-hmm. social media is just so powerful now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the way it's going. And I suppose you can have a lot more control with it as well can't you particularly on your own channels you can create what you want to create without without needing a big ad spend budget yeah Um, totally yeah because the price for even like a small mm -hmm. like an eighth of a page in a magazine is crazy because they've got all of these overheads that you have to contribute to and that's fair enough but you can reach a very specific group of people so a lot of the folks that follow my Instagram are folks that either like biscuits (laughs) colorful things cats (laughs) often failed DIY projects (laughs) (laughs) yeah so you're really targeting your content towards people who are gonna like it rather than just sort of flinging it out into the world and hoping that someone opens a magazine at a specific page and sees it and likes it um but yeah, it's definitely, there's there's more control for sure, especially when it's your own channel. Yeah, no, definitely. And in terms of the way that Instagram has changed, so obviously you've been there for on Instagram for a while and there have been a lot of different changes over the years. Do you think it's more geared towards businesses on there or do you think it's kind of just becoming too much? Or I think I think maybe at the moment we're on that line because at the beginning nobody really used Instagram to sell anything mm-hmm. and then some people did start sharing products and that kind of thing but now you've got the shop tab now mm-hmm. you can add product links you can add swipe up links because they've figured out there's money to be made in yeah. people selling things on this platform mm-hmm. and um yeah it's I don't know it's now it's so easy it's so easy to create an Instagram account and have that as like your sole marketing for a business yeah Um, and I'm trying to keep up (laughs) I'm really trying I'm trying to do more reels Mm -hmm. more video content but there is part of me that really misses the simplicity of it just being photographs yeah and and not having the pressure of getting a lot of engagement or how that can affect your sales. It was a simpler time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think a lot of people have uh, been seeing that particularly recently as it's become busier. There's more content out there. So trying to get, like you say, that engagement is that little bit more difficult because you're having to compete a wee bit more. Yeah. Uh, And so I think... For people who are just starting now, that's the the tricky bit is getting people to actually see their stuff because you're having to fight to be seen a wee bit more now. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Um, Yeah, the competition is massive now. And it's just all of the different types of content as well. I've seen lots of posts in the last few weeks about folks who are, they don't want to do reels, but they feel like they have to. Uh Because that is the thing that's getting engagement over static um, Mm -hmm. posts 
Um, and it's a lot of pressure for somebody who's just starting out to say, right, I need to create feed posts. I need to do stories every day. I need to do reels several times a week to get seen and to have that engagement. And yeah, that is, I mean, I struggle with it. I, I, I wish I had time to do a reel every day, but the reality of it is it does take mm -hmm. a lot more time and it's more effort than just creating a photograph. Yeah. So um, it, is, it is really tough. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you're a product-based business. You have to be running your business. You're, you don't have all that this time to sort of create reels. It's, yeah. yeah. Um, cause certainly, I mean, I spend a lot of my time kind of creating content for Instagram, but that's kind of what I've set my business up to do. Yeah, I don't exactly. Yeah. I can totally appreciate that for people who actually their business is something else is, uh, is nothing to do with social media. Mm -hmm. This is just like an additional thing to have to do on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely an added element. And I, I, I suppose it can be quite overwhelming because mm -hmm. There is that constant need to be creating something to stay visible mm -hmm. um, because you, you always see a direct correlation between sales and whether or not you've posted anything. I mean, it's yeah, just one of those things. So it's a bit of a treadmill. <laughs> One of those treadmills that's stuck on and you just yeah. keep running. <laughs> and if you don't, you just fall and yeah. get dragged to the back of the treadmill. I feel like that's happened to me a couple of times. <laughs> oh, same here. <laughs> um, and did you notice any difference when you started up Nikki's supply store? Did, did you notice any difference with getting traction on social media between that and when you started out with... Um, nikkimcwilliams.com that's an interesting question because when I started Nikki's supply store I noticed that it was growing faster I was mm -hmm. getting you know more followers every day than I was on my original account and I did wonder whether or not that was something to do with that was an older account they're trying to encourage me to be spending more on ads mm -hmm. to keep things moving and growing but definitely the supply store there was a point where it was growing really quickly and I wondered if that was because it was a new account and they're sort of like giving you that little bit of you know they're mm -hmm. just giving you a little bit of a taste of what it could be like if you spent more time on the platform yeah. like, just come in come in closer we'll give you some followers <laughs> Um, <laughs> just stay on here a little bit longer and you could you could be growing your account really fast but I think it was a combination of that and the fact that it was a brand new account and mm -hmm. I didn't feel like the same preciousness about it yeah so I post to Nikki supply store in like quite a different way that than I do to my main store that sometimes I'll just fling an image up and with an emoji yeah <laughs> <Some> hashtags <laughs> I'm just like yeah okay that's a product like uh -huh. uh, well let's just do it and let's see what happens it was quite experimental because at that point I think my main Instagram had been sort of static for like quite a while and I was uh -huh. like let's try a different approach and see if something that's quicker mm -hmm. or like there I'm, I'm sort of I'm not really thinking about the content as mm -hmm. much that sounds yeah. terrible I'm not really thinking about it but maybe just trusting my gut more and just going for it probably in the same way that I did at the beginning of my first account yeah yeah no it definitely does yeah um because yeah I think you can 
and there's there's so much advice out there about sort of how to grow your account and all this kind of stuff and you can get so in in your head about what to post and Mm -hmm. what's what the reach is going to be like and what the engagement's going to be and so I think sometimes actually just like you say just going with your gut and putting something out there without sort of thinking too much about it Mm. I sometimes find that those are the posts that tend to do a bit better for me yeah yeah it's true that's what I find as well when when you don't stew over it Mm -hmm. you're like right this is the right vibe for this account this Mm -hmm. is like an image that looks nice it's a message that I agree with I'm just gonna put it up there and see what happens yeah a lot of the time those posts do really well rather than (laughs) the one that you've set up perfectly and yeah sort of agonized over every oh I know it's so <laughs> strange it's like why are you rewarding me with as little work as possible <laughs> <laughs> like I should be getting the rewards for the things that take a lot of time and effort yeah <laughs> it's just oh it's really it's a hard one to figure out but yeah, yeah I did try that approach with my new account and I feel like that worked yeah for a little while anyway yeah I think a lot of the time the ones where we don't think too much about them are the ones where we are more just ourselves and that comes mm. across a bit more and like yeah, you say think... it would be, be nice to get rewarded for the ones that you put loads of effort into. No. <laughs> but maybe maybe that is the thing maybe we are we are being rewarded for just being ourselves because yeah. when running a small business online that's what differentiates us from Amazon mm-hmm. yeah because we get to show who we are we get yeah. to share our lives with people they can see the impact that running a business and what good sales is doing for us so yeah um, yeah I think that's that's positive of that for sure definitely definitely and other than promoting your posts and getting sales and things like that what other benefits do you find to having your business on social media generally but Instagram particularly Mm -hmm. That's a tricky one. So other than sales, <laughs> which is the main outcome really of running mm-hmm. an online business, do you know, it's quite nice to have like a visual time stamped record of how things have progressed. Yeah. It's kind of like a little photo album of the journey. Yeah. I don't, I've not done it in a very long time, but uh, it takes a long time because there's a lot of photos now but if you scroll back to the start of Instagram you can sort of see where things began mm. and I, I think that for me is something that I will maybe enjoy looking back on in years to come yeah a little record of how things have changed and grown and do you find that it's useful in terms of connecting with other small business owners or like oh yeah collaborations sure. and yeah, discovering other small businesses. Yeah, definitely that is the other really important thing for me for social media is the community around it. Mm-hmm. Because before the last year and a half, mm-hmm. being self-employed can be quite isolating because you work on your own most days. I mean, I had a studio, but then I moved to working from home mm-hmm. and you don't often see other people. And yeah. um, it's just... Sometimes you need to say, oh, get another opinion from someone else and say, what do you mm-hmm. think about this? I've been looking at it for the last two days and I really, I can't even see if it's good anymore. And yeah. having other people who are in the same situation mm-hmm. as you to share that with is really important. But yeah, I think when I started 
um, my businesses, I used Twitter for that more. Before Instagram became mm-hmm. more widely used. Yeah. Everyone was on Twitter first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like I totally missed the boat on Twitter. I just oh, never I really got it. <laughs> missed anything now. Like, it's definitely changed now. But at the beginning, it was Twitter, upload mm-hmm. a picture to Twitter. Yeah. And hope for the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like anything that was launched when I was teaching, I just kind of missed. Because <laughs> mm. I was very much like, no, I'm just going to stay away from that. <laughs> Yeah, um, it was it was just like any other social media platform at yeah. the time, like easy to get sucked into. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So which platform now would you say that you feel most comfortable on? I love Instagram, but I'm also enjoying TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> TikTok is fun. Like at first I did struggle with it because I was mm-hmm. just like, how do you work this? What even yeah. is it? It used to be Songify, is that right? Not Songify. Or, it was like a singing musically. Musically, that was it. Songify, something else, yeah. Um, but yeah, it used to be a thing for doing lip syncing, didn't it? And now it's yeah. this totally I mean, and mm-hmm. I wasn't there for the beginning of TikTok, so that's mm-hmm. the next generation's new thing yeah but it is a really interesting platform and I do like how you don't need to have lots of followers mm-hmm. to be seen that is yeah. and is a nice change to Instagram yeah definitely mm-hmm. and it has a, a quite a relaxed vibe I find that mm-hmm. people are not taking themselves too seriously and yeah they're just being creative I quite like that kind of vibe from it I I like to go and have a look on TikTok and then yeah. tend to just post on Instagram. <laughs> That's fair enough. Yeah, it is, um, as you say, super creative. It does remind me mm. of the early days of Instagram where people are experimenting a lot. Yeah. It's nice. Like, I like it. Like, yeah. I've, I've got a, a TikTok for my supply store. I decided just to concentrate on that because I was like, I'm doing too many things here. I can't have... Yeah. Yeah, it's really difficult to have two TikTok accounts right now as well. That's something else. That's... Right. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't actually. Yeah. Because remember at the beginning of Instagram, you had to sign out and then sign yeah. into another account. And now you can switch. That's kind of what Is it's that like. What doing with... Right. <laughs> yeah. So I've only got the one. And I was like, I'm just going to limit myself to doing pen videos on TikTok and then just watch all of the funny dog and cat videos. <laughs> it's amazing that it it doesn't matter what platform it is it always comes back to dogs and cats the best part of the internet exactly (laughs) I don't create much on TikTok Mm -hmm. try and create more than I scroll that's like a sort of general rule for myself yeah I don't know if I follow that all the time but I really like Instagram stories Mm -hmm. um I feel like because they're only seen for 24 hours it's the same sort of less pressure you can be a little bit creative and free yeah Uh, and you quite often use your stories to show a bit more behind the scenes don't you sort of like process and this is what we're working on today and yeah um and the cats obviously Obviously the cats (laughs) yeah because (laughs) I love them so much I don't know if anyone else is really that bothered (laughs) about the cats I really hope they are because I always like seeing anybody's cats so (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I need to train them to be better at like modeling cushions and you know, they're good at sleeping on cushions. So yeah, there is that. But 
Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I like Instagram stories for that reason. It's mm-hmm. a, they don't need to be polished. They don't need to look a certain way on your grids. Yeah, you don't have to worry about how they're going to look alongside other bits of content. Mm. They can just be their own thing. And then, yeah, if you're not happy with it, then it's it's gone in 24 hours. It's, yeah, it's, it's no gone. big deal. <laughs> Yeah, and you don't really have the same pressure of like mm-hmm. views and likes and stuff as well. Although I seem now my stories, I have to actually go into the details to view the views. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then you can switch off your views off of your posts. Like, uh huh. I'm debating that right at the moment. I'm like, is this gonna be, is mm-hmm. this gonna be useful for me? Because I feel like I do judge a success of something based on how many likes it's got, which is not always. It's such a difficult one, isn't it? Because, yeah. and I think it's it's the same with things like with, with Instagram. For a long time, it was like how many followers you had, and it mm-hmm. was very, very much about kind of the numbers. And so that's sort of what led a lot of people to do things like buying followers. And now Instagram themselves, they don't like you to buy followers because um, mm. it's just not very. Um, well, it's, I just don't understand how anyone thought that that would be a good idea. Just, I know. I mean, I get it. I get why people were doing it at that point because yeah. people were getting paid for advertising content based on the number of yeah. followers that they had. Yeah. So the more followers you have, the more money you're going to get for creating a sponsored post. Yeah. So I see why people were doing it, but a lot of the time the engagement wasn't on. It, was, it would tank your engagement, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, it needs to be the right followers rather than... Yeah just sort of an arbitrary number yeah exactly Um, but I think it's so easy to get caught up in how many people have liked it what's the reach and judge the success of a post from there and I find it really difficult to get out of that mind frame as well you do look at it you're like oh I thought that was a really good post but it's completely tanked because nobody's saved it or nobody's shared it but yeah I'm still debating whether or not to hide the number of likes on my posts I haven't decided yet I've not decided yet either, but you just mentioned saves there. Saves Mm -hmm. is the other thing now that apparently is really important for reach and engagement. Well, it's funny because there's nothing that proves that. Well, I've never, I never look at saves. (laughs) Yeah. And actually Instagram have never, ever come out and said anything like that. But yet there are so many uh, people who are sharing all this information about, oh, saves are like a super like and there's nothing to back it up and I suppose that's the problem with like the internet very generally but again Instagram that there's so many mixed messages about what's going to benefit you and what you should be sort of focusing on and it's so easy to get bogged down in all of those yeah um, for sure it's just it seems to change every day Mm -hmm. if you try and follow change in advice as every time it changes you're just you're mm-hmm. it's just going to be so difficult and stressful yeah I don't often do the how to get engagement yeah things that are set out because I'm like if a post is if a post is meant to be good it'll yeah be good yeah yeah <laughs> and and I think that's a lot of the a lot of the advice um that is given or the sort of what I would what I would class as like the good advice that's given is that if you're creating good content, good content will do well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if you're creating stuff that's just a lot of crap and then getting people to like telling all your friends to save it, then 
it's not really <laughs> going to do much <laughs> it's still not going to help it yeah yeah I think it, the the actual content of the content needs to mm -hmm. be there doesn't it definitely, like, definitely otherwise it's just yeah it needs to, it needs to reach people and touch folk in a way that is going to matter in some tangible form and mm -hmm. asking someone to like or save something isn't really the same because no yeah no you have to kind of make people want to do those things and mm -hmm. whether it's through um providing like advice about something or whether it's through like a really lovely sort of put together image but you've got quite a, a distinctive uh, brand with the biscuit cushions that must be quite good because like when people see that they're like yeah there's Nicky McWilliams because you share sort of particularly in your stories if people have shared a post or shared something where they've got your products in their houses and you get to see that and you kind of get to see how other people have styled it and yeah that's always for for your audience that'll be kind of like they know exactly like the it's your stuff and they'll get to see yeah. it in different ways that's very that's uh yeah, yeah, I think having a product that is sort of so distinctive looking mm -hmm. is quite, um, you know, it's like, it's part of the brand, isn't it? It's like those, yeah. those images are part of what makes the business known for what it's known for. Yeah. So yeah, it is useful having like a really like specific visual style. And I try and carry that through to the rest of my feed. I mean, I don't really have many rules for myself other than mm -hmm. it needs to be sort of bright and colourful, um, you know, sort of reflect the brand's yeah. values and cats and cats. And cats. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think I ever set out to like give myself rules for mm -hmm. what sort of like things I should post but I think when you when I look at it I'm like right okay would this fit or not yeah um it's maybe a bit of a subconscious thing that I do now than... yeah I was gonna say it must be the kind of thing that now that you've been doing it for quite a while it's just like you know yeah you just have an instinct whether or not it's gonna work for for your page or not or yeah. and yeah. sometimes things don't and I don't even really care anymore <laughs> just like this picture is nice um the colors match that is like as much as as, as deep as I'm uh -huh. going to go with it the colors are going to look good and mm -hmm. at the beginning when I did Instagram color was a really important thing it was mm -hmm. like part of the whole visual scrapbook thing I would take pictures of like a rusty lamppost or um yeah. toilet doors which are all cool colors and you know that is that was how I started uh -huh. um, Instagram so I feel like it's not terrible to continue posting things yeah. which are visually appealing to me because that's part of my process no absolutely absolutely how do you think your business businesses would cope without social media mm, I don't think they would exist to be totally honest with you <laughs> I mean uh, right here's two scenarios mm -hmm. if social media never existed or mm -hmm. if I just stopped using social media tomorrow yeah if, if it if you stopped using it tomorrow okay what would happen um I think I would find it really really difficult to to make the level of sales that I need to mm -hmm. sustain the business um it's like my own little tv channel that I yeah. can 
put out whatever I want to people. You know, I can share my behind the scenes. I can share new products. It's it's my window to mm -hmm. my audience, basically. Yeah. And it's so important for that reason. Um, and yeah, I, I use Instagram because the folks who like the community on Instagram is amazing. Like mm -hmm. I, I know that some people get problems with like, you know, trolls or whatever, but I've never had anything like that. Uh -huh. Like the, the community that I have on Instagram is super nice, super supportive, super mm -hmm. friendly. And I just don't know where I would be without that. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I think I would find it really, really difficult to mm -hmm. sustain the business without social media now. Yeah. Um, just because it's so important. I don't know where I would advertise. Like maybe I could put leaflets through people's doors, a billboard, <laughs> <laughs> drive a car with one of those like sandwich boards on top of it, maybe a <laughs> megaphone. I don't know what would have yeah. the same, the same um, results. Yeah. I, I mean, I really like the idea of having a megaphone, but I just don't <laughs> think, I think I would probably get arrested for that. So yeah, I think it'd be really difficult. Yeah. Yeah, I have been thinking about this a lot since starting the podcast and I don't think like a lot of the small businesses, whether they're product-based, service-based, a lot of them just wouldn't exist mm -hmm. people don't have the marketing budget a lot of the time as well. And social yeah. media just gives you that platform to show people what you can do. Yeah, um, totally. It really is a leveler, isn't it? It, yeah. it gives it gives people opportunities that maybe 15 years ago mm -hmm. wouldn't have been available to everyone because you would have had to go and do a free internship in London for 12 months before you could start mm -hmm. a business and create contacts that way. Whereas now anybody that has a computer and a social media account and a phone mm -hmm. with a camera on it and some creativity can start a business and that yeah. is incredible because we're seeing all of these new businesses um like rise up and mm -hmm. be created from people who they maybe don't have massive amounts of money to start yeah. a business they don't have savings or investors I mean I didn't have anyone put money mm -hmm. in my business it was all from my back pocket so yeah it definitely helped me starting out and it's continues to help folks start so yeah that's yeah. incredible and I think as well there's so many um opportunities available because of social media that weren't there mm -hmm. like 10 15 years ago like when I was at school I wouldn't have thought like I can start my own business I can like I can go and do that like it just wasn't something that seemed like an option yeah well when I was little my parents had their own business making mm -hmm. baby clothes right um and they got clients uh, by taking they would they would lay the clothes out on the wall take a mm -hmm. photo with their canon 35 millimeter camera that uh -huh. you then take the film to boots and get the photos <laughs> yeah. process and then they would type up a letter get it photocopied and then attach the photo with a paper clip and then mail it to someone uh -huh. and hope for the best and yeah. it's just like this now like my mum she obviously is part of the business and mm -hmm. she helps with the cushions and she looks at it and she's just like if we had had this mm -hmm. when we were running our business in the 90s it would have been so different but yeah, yeah it just it, it just fast tracks everything and mm -hmm. it allows you to connect with people who might not have seen your work before yeah so, yeah amazing 
certainly I first came across your work through Instagram. And I actually have to thank you for me getting my job at Fairy Cakes as well. Oh, because wow. <laughs> you, you shared the advert on your stories. Oh, that and I really would never cool. have seen it. <laughs> and I saw it and I went, oh, that sounds really interesting. I'm going oh, to pass that's it lovely. That. That's so, really good to know. I'm glad I shared that. Sally shares a lot of nice things. So Yes, yeah. she does. She creates shareable content. <laughs> She does. She does. She's <laughs> definitely on my list of people I want to, to interview yeah. as well. <laughs> Quite right. So yeah, if people want to find you online, where can they, they find you? Okay, so we'll start with Instagram. Instagram <laughs> is at Nikki McWilliams and at Nikki's Supply Store. Those are my two Instagram mm-hmm. accounts. And then my websites are just the same, NikkiMcWilliams.com, NikkiSupplyStore.com. And I've got a Nikki Supply Store TikTok as well. And I've got Twitter and Facebook, but like, if you really want to find them, just Google it. (laughs) (laughs) So there you have it. Thanks again so much to Nikki for joining me for a chat. I thoroughly enjoyed getting to talk to Nikki and I hope you enjoyed listening. If you want to get in touch with me, you can find me on Instagram at the content muse, or you can email me on Kaylee at thecontentmuse.co.uk Thank you for listening and I hope you can join me next time when we once again go behind the gram.